Hello and welcome to the program UFO Warning. In this episode we're talking about whistleblower reprisal programs. That's correct, whistleblower reprisal programs. Now we know that military says that they have a whistleblower protection program, but this would be the exact opposite of this. This would be an organized program, of course not official, where people who are blowing the whistle on this UFO stuff are having actions taken against them. According to Grush, he's been harassed, threatened, and he won't come right out and say it, but he's implying that people may have even been, well, let's just say, eliminated because of this. This is really serious business you're getting into. There's some different things that play into it, whether uh, this heated opposition is coming uh, from uh, the government that we know, the government that we don't know, or from uh, private corporations that are working with the government on this UFO uh, material, uh, craft, aliens, whatever, to back engineer this stuff. If that's the case, if this stuff goes as deep as many of us have suspected that it goes for a long time, then a UFO whistleblower reprisal program might be something that they would want to have around that they could implement. Now, this article here from NewsNationNow.com, uh, the title says, Congressman, more witnesses were scared away from UFO hearing. And the subtitle says, Last week, the House Oversight Committee held a UAP hearing. Tim Burchard says some witnesses were too scared to testify. Burchard says conversations about the topic always encounter, quote-unquote, roadblocks. Now, roadblocks, are those physical roadblocks? or those uh, roadblocks, would they perhaps be men in black uh, carrying... Uh, whatever kind of weapon they need to stop you from talking about it who knows this article is by katie smith dated august 1st 2023 and it says several more political figures might have testified at wednesday's congressional hearing on uaps and ufos but some backed out unexpectedly according to u.s representative tim burchard republican of tennessee burchard previously told news nation's senior national correspondent brian eaton that he expected about six witnesses to testify only three did we had one tell us that he'd received a call from, I guess, maybe the Pentagon, and he or she decided that maybe it was best if they weren't on there, Bertrand said. Yeah, maybe it's best if you didn't have to live the rest of your life like Julius Assange in an underground prison somewhere. Maybe that'd be best. As lawmakers continue to probe the issue, News Nation's Brian Inton hosted a two-hour special report on the hearing, including analysis from UFO experts. According to the congressman, he's heard from several colleagues who claim to have experienced sightings of their own, but they tend to want to remain anonymous, he said. Lo and behold, they start backing out, Bertrand said. I'm told by reliable people I need to be careful, and I don't know what I'm doing. Wow. Now, this is a sitting U.S. congressman told by what he says are reliable people, in other words, people that have the uh, wherewithal to back up threats, need to be careful. And he, he doesn't know what he's doing. Well, if all he's doing is trying to get disclosure on this stuff, what's that tell you? If UFOs weren't real, if this is all a bunch of made-up nonsense and hokey-pokey, what would they care? They would say, well, let this hillbilly from Tennessee come out here and talk about this stuff, and in six months, people will laugh him out of office. But that's not the reaction they're having. If Tim Burchard was having hearings on, I don't know, the Tooth Fairy, do you think this would happen? But when you get into subjects like UFOs and government involvement, when you get into subjects like Bigfoot and the National Park and missing people, 
when you get into subjects like implants that can't be explained that are found in people after they've had uh, alien abduction experiences, when you get into these cattle mutilation cases where there's no blood in the ground, no tracks, then all of a sudden the room gets quiet. They aren't laughing anymore. They're telling you, you need to be careful. You don't know what you're doing. And to me, that's nothing more than a veiled threat. It's like, it's like something that a mafia soldier would say to another soldier who's getting a little bit out of line. You need to be careful. You don't know what you're doing. You can end up in the trunk of a car somewhere headed for a landfill. That's the kind of, that's the kind of attitude these people have. But we're not supposed to be ruled by the mafia. We're supposed to be ruled by a government that's given its consent from the people, okay? By the people. Boy, this is looking worse and worse all the time. But thankfully, we have someone like Tim Bircher there to come out and talk about this stuff. He's repeating stuff that they didn't expect to be repeated uh, on the internet where, where the whole world has access to it now. They've been playing by their own rules for a long time. And I think they're kind of a little bit uh, confused by what's happening. Now, we get into this whole notion of this UFO whistleblower reprisal thing a little bit here. It, it, it's kind of reared in its head a little bit when somebody like uh, Sean Kirkpatrick of, the, of Arrow comes out and just eviscerates Grush without naming him. And if that's not intimidation, I mean, I don't know. Now he says he does this. He did this in his personal capacity. He just happens to be the guy in charge of finding UFOs, but he's coming out publicly attacking this guy, without mentioning his name. And this did get the attention of the Biden administration. I have to give him credit for that. It says this is from FoxNews.com, and it says Biden administration distanced itself from Pentagon official who blasted UFO hearing, and then it says Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick doctor. The director of the Pentagon's all-domain anomaly resolution office called last week's congressional hearing insulting. Now look, you can disagree with the contents of that hearing, but it was your Congress that brought it to you, okay? So just keep that in mind. And it's one thing for a private citizen to say that, but this guy is an employee of the U.S. government. Those are his bosses our representatives and he's saying what they did was insulting I find his attitude toward our congressional representatives insulting now it's got a picture of uh, Ryan Graves here and uh, him and him and uh, Fravor both said you know well they really haven't had any harassment over this well they're Top Gun pilots what do you expect Grush however has really come out and uh, he hasn't been able to tell us where the bodies are buried, but he has been able to tell us that the bodies are buried. And it says, uh, behind the scenes, tensions appear to be boiling to the surface after last week's congressional hearing on UFOs, after a top Pentagon official's personal opinion, quote-unquote, ripping the witnesses' testimonies became public. Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, the director of the All Domain Anomaly Research Office, or AARO, A-A-R-O, said the hearing was, quote, was insulting to the officers of the Department of Defense and Intelligence Committee who joined Arrow, which is a specialized department of the DOD tasked with studying UFOs. I'll tell you what's insulting is when someone like John Greenwald makes a request for UFO data from a Korean crash site in 70 years ago, 
and he gets a blacked out page with maybe one sentence exposed. That's what's insulting. Many with not unreasonable anxieties about the career risks this would entail have been working diligently, tirelessly, and often in the face of harassment and animosity to satisfy their congressionally mandated mission, Kirkpatrick said as part of a lengthy statement. Oh, yes, they've all sacrificed so much, you know, making, what, $200,000 a year, full benefits in retirement? Man, most poor guys. Aero's top man's comments are his personal opinions expressed in his capacity as a private citizen, DOD spokesman Susan Gough said in an email to Fox News Digital. We won't comment directly on the, com- on the contents of the post. I don't know. You could say something like, hey, maybe Sean shouldn't bring his work home with him. That, that would be one thing you could say. In my opinion, if I would look at this in any other structure, any other kind of government, any other kind of corporation, whatever, this guy is personally attacking somebody that has brought a whistleblower complaint against him. I think any lawyer would have told Sean Kirkpatrick the best thing to do is be quiet. Okay? Maybe release an official statement saying, well, you know, we don't know about any of this, but we're investigating. His comments make it look like Grush is over the target. I mean, to me, it was completely unprofessional what he did here. And I find it disturbing that it's almost like we're in a banana republic where this guy comes forward. He says he's a whistleblower. He goes through all the right channels. He hires a lawyer. He goes before Congress. Okay. Now, if it turns out that David Grush is uh, psychopathic or has mental health issues or is just a liar it's all going to come out you can't put this much attention on something and not have this come out all right so he doesn't need to be attacked this guy says well this is disgusting what he could say is we're looking into it and if it's true we'll tell you but if it's not true mr grush is going to have to some some consequences to suffer in the form of perjury charges but he didn't do that he got he just took it he just he just took that temperature and turned it up on high. It seems like he got very personally offended by it. Why? Why would he? It's his job, man. He's taking something, a business thing, and he's making it personal. That's weird to me. Could this be part of this uh, whistleblower uh, program where they're actually, you know, trying to attack these guys? It says, Kirk, Kirkpatrick took offense to, to UFO whistleblower David Grush's under those statements that alleged whistleblowers faced physical assaults and threats to their lives, including his own. Well, this is something we've talked about in the UFO community for years, about people that have ended up uh, committing some very strange suicides, let's say. So this is, this is an idea that's been around a long time. It's even thought that that might have contributed to Kennedy's assassination, where he was asking for information about this stuff, telling NASA, hey, tell us about the unknowns. So this is nothing new. Was it disgusting for John F. Kennedy to send a memo to the CIA uh, directing them uh, to, you know, communicate with NASA about any unknowns that they're aware of in order to keep our space program safe? Was that disgusting? I can't get into the specifics in an open forum. What I personally witnessed, myself and my wife, was very disturbing, said Grush, a former U.S. intelligence officer and Air Force veteran. I faced brutal, unfortunate tactics of retribution that he called administrative terrorism. Think about that, administrative terrorism. Gress said he couldn't divulge specifics in open forum like last week's House Oversight Committee hearing because there's an open whistleblower reprisal program case against him. 
Sounds pretty organized. An open whistleblower reprisal program case against him. It's almost like they're doing this uh, lawfare thing on him, but they're not using the normal channels of law to do it. But he told lawmakers that he can detail them in a classified briefing, classified setting rather. Grush, along with Navy pilots Ryan Graves and David Fravor, testified about their firsthand encounters with UFOs and UAPs, unidentified anomalous phenomena, as, they call, as they're called now. Well, we don't call them that. I call them UFOs. Allegations by the hearing's witnesses of retaliation to include physical assault, hints of murder, are extraordinarily serious, which is why law enforcement is a critical member of the Aero team, Kirkpatrick said. Well, that's interesting. He called his team an Aero truth seekers. A lot of people might think that's a stretch. I mean, to see that uh, sphere fly across, that muzzle orb, you watch that thing fly across the screen, and then this guy tells you that there's nothing uh, that's nothing that violates that nothing that violates the laws of physics about that. Nothing to see here, just another weather balloon. But you certainly would not get that impression from last week's hearing. He said, "Well, no, we wouldn't. You see, when someone turns the lights on, all the little bugs go scurrying." Sometimes the little bugs get angry, and I think that angry to the point that they might fight back, and that's what Grush is worried about. He probably should be. He goes on and says, he went on to say a central source of those allegations refused to speak to AARO. The statement didn't specifically mention Grush, but it was clear that's who he referred to. And that's like if you're a four foot six inch kid in junior high and you're getting beat on by a 300 pound six foot tall bully and the teacher tells you to take your complaint to the bully probably wouldn't be a good idea it goes on it says Kirkpatrick's statement shifted to address congress specifically the bipartisan house oversight committee that said it's pushing to uncover the truth about ufos and extraterrestrial life furthermore some information reportedly provided to congress has not been provided to arrow raising additional questions about the true commitment to transparency by some congressional elements, said Kirkpatrick. Yeah, and th- this is more uh, silliness. He's saying that Congress hasn't turned everything over to him. We can't get a page from, ni- from 1940, okay? And NASA won't give us two main pictures of the moon, and this guy's going to complain about the Congress not giving him all the information? I don't know. Maybe Congress is protecting more whistleblowers. Because as we saw, uh, Tim Burchard just said three of them wouldn't show up. They've been threatened. That might be a good reason not to give the information to Mr. Kirkpatrick. Maybe people uh, want to remain above ground. I don't know. A rational person watching the hearing might reasonably assume that both the witnesses and the members had an understanding of the departments and the IC's progress since the establishment of Arrow around this time last year, only naturally leading to conclude that Arrow has been ineffective, non-transparent, and delinquent in its legislative mission. Well, it has been uh, ineffective, non-transparent, and delinquent. They weren't even fully staffed up after they'd been after they'd been funded. Remember, we had the whole thing in Congress about that. Well, how many people you got working there? Well, two. What have you been doing? Well, getting things started. How long does it take? Oh, I don't know. A while. Well, it's been like a year or something. Do something. So, yeah. And, and when we ask them for information on stuff, they clam up. It's all classified. So, yes, I think that when uh, Mr. Kirkpatrick uses the words ineffective, non-transparent, and delinquent, he's chosen some pretty good words there to use. 
It goes on and says, I'm, dis I'm deeply disappointed at the denigration of ARs. Yeah, we really don't care. Now, this is one of those deals. It's, it's a passive-aggressive move. And that's when it's really, you see this a lot in criminals. It's when some joker goes out and does some really nasty stuff. I mean, hurts a kid or something, or, you know, they get drunk and wreck their car into a school bus, or just, just think of some scumbag behavior. And then somehow, instead of being repentant about that, instead of being like, oh, man, how did I do that? I mean, I, you know, this is terrible. Oh, no, it's not their fault. The school bus full of kids uh, should have got out of their way. You know, should never happened. It's this criminal mindset where the criminal commits a crime. Or even if it's not at the rate of criminality, if it's, say, it's an employee or a family member or whatever, and they do something that's just out of line, or they don't do their job, okay? And it's just because they don't care, and it's because they're lazy. And when they're confronted about it, they have an excuse. So it's this antisocial behavior. You were given a job. You were given a job to be transparent. You were given a job to be effective. You were given a job to tell us what's going on here, and you haven't done any of that. So what does he say? Oh, you guys are so mean. You're up there talking bad about me. Look at me. I'm the victim. Passive-aggressive behavior. Very dangerous, by the way. Very dangerous. It goes on. It says, Department of Defense reacts to Kirkpatrick. Goff, on behalf of the DOD, emphasized Kirkpatrick was speaking as a private citizen, and the DOD has no information that any individual has been harmed or killed as a result of providing information to Arrow. Any substantial claims that individuals have been harmed or killed in the process of providing information to Arrow was, will serve to discourage individuals with relevant information coming forward to aid in Arrow's efforts, she said in an email. Not one word about whether or not it was kosher for the department head to come out and personally attack somebody on the social media without using their name. Not one word about not one word about accountability about you know really maybe our department heads shouldn't be coming out and attacking whistleblowers in the newspaper for claiming that they're being attacked. Think about that. Grush gets out there before Congress and says, "I've been attacked." And what happens? Well, Kirkpatrick comes out and says, "This no good so and so. He's he's besmirching my beloved department." This is terrible. And then goes on to attack the guy without naming him. I don't know. Maybe Mrs. Gal could have talked about that. Is that professional? Is that professional for the department head to do that to a private citizen? I don't think so. It says, Errol doesn't have any verifiable information to substantiate claims that reverse engineering program of alien tech that has existed in the past or, ex or exists currently, according to Gal. Yeah, well, they don't have any proof because it's all hidden away in private corporate vaults somewhere now it goes on it says talks a little bit more about you know how, how badly they got their feelings hurt they invested 800 cases two percent are truly anonymous that's still a lot you know you have to think that that uh, david grush is on to something here man now it goes on there's one more article here i'll take a look at real quick and this is from the hill.com the article was written by Saul Eblem. title says, UFO whistleblower makes explosive claims but wary of divulging details. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he doesn't want to get anybody killed. 
he talks about Grush a little bit, and then you get down into the article a little bit, and it's got a subtitle, Naming His Sources. Grush said that during his time as co-lead of the Pentagon's Unexplained Anomalous Phenomena, or UAP Task Force, fellow intelligence officials leaked to him the existence of the secret program focused on retrieving and attempting to reverse engineer non-human craft. So they were so scared. They couldn't even go on a record releasing this stuff. Quote, Do you have direct knowledge or have you spoken to people with direct knowledge of this imagery of crash sites? Representative Jared Moskowitz, Democrat, Florida, asked Grush. I can't discuss that in an open session, Grush said. But he promised to offer a list of potential witnesses, both cooperative and hostile, who would give the committee more information. I don't know about hostile, man. You may have a hard time getting these guys to admit to anything. While most of the intelligence agency colleagues have been supportive, Grush told Representative Jamie Raskin in New York, I, Democrat in New York, I have knowledge of active and planned reprisal activity against myself and other colleagues on what he called administrative terrorism. Wow. Quote, I do have knowledge of active and planned reprisal activity against myself and other colleagues and what he called administrative terrorism. When Raskin, on, when Raskin pressed on where these reprisals had come from, Grush said the source was certain senior leadership, senior leadership at previous agencies I was associated with. Huh. When Raskin pressed on where these reprisals had come from, Grush said the source was certain senior leadership at previous agencies I was associated with. That's all I'll say publicly, Grush added, but I can provide more details in a closed environment. Wow. Ask if anyone had been killed over potential leaks, Grush told Representative Tim Burchard, Representative of Tennessee, Republican of Tennessee, rather, that I have to be careful asking that question. I directed people with that knowledge to the appropriate authorities. In other words, he doesn't want to even have any knowledge about people being killed because then he would be an accessory after the fact, of course. By contrast, former Navy pilot commander David Fravor, sitting next to Grush, said that he and other pilots had witnessed UAPs had been treated very well. Well, they witnessed UAPs. They didn't find out about where the bodies were buried at. Then we get into misappropriation of funds. You always follow the money. So we're talking about a whistleblower reprisal program. Well, what would they care about uh, reprising against whistleblowers if... UFOs weren't real. They wouldn't. But they would care if they had stolen a bunch of money under the guise of UFO research or if they had commandeered uh, UFO metamaterial or maybe even UFO biologics, as they call them, and were currently monetizing those commodities. Goes on, it says, Grush alleged that aerospace and weapons manufacturers were siphoning money off government contracts and plowing it into unsanctioned research projects in advanced technology. Oh my goodness. You mean like a black budget that we already know they have? The Secretary of Defense does have the authority to deny congressional oversight of particularly sensitive special access programs or SAPs. But the group of high-powered congressional leaders known as the Gang of Eight is at least supposed to be informed, which Grush said didn't happen in this case. 
So Congress has prostituted out their authority to the Defense Department, giving them money that they have no accountability for. How is this even acceptable in a free country? Really, ask yourself. And if they would hide that, and if Congress would collude with the deep state, because that's what this is, it, they answered to no man to cover up where this money's being spent at. Why wouldn't they cover it up to hide UFOs? And if somebody threatened to expose those UFOs, wouldn't they maybe form a UFO whistleblower reprisal committee? I don't know. Ask how such a secret program gets funded. He said, I will give you generalities. I can get very specific in a closed session, but misappropriation of funds. They just steal the money. Do you think U.S. corporations are overcharging for certain tech they're selling to the U.S. government and that additional money is going into programs? Representative Maskless asked. Correct. Those through something called IREN, Russ said, referring to the InfoSec Research and Engineering Network, a joint search a joint research and development venture between several corporate weapons contractors. And people think that we live in a free, democratic, capitalistic society. Not quite. Not quite. You got, you've got giant corporations partnering with government to make all kinds of cool discoveries and then sell them to you at exorbitantly high prices. Pressed for details, Grush said he could reveal more in a closed session and offered Representative Alexia Ocasio-Cortez, Democrat in New York, a list of corporations and sites to begin targeting. I'm sure she'll get right on that. I'd be happy to give you that in a closed environment. I can tell you, I can't, I can tell you specifically, Grush responded. So, yes, he's telling you, I can tell you where the bodies are buried, or at least where I was told they were buried at. But we got to be careful because I've been threatened. My wife's been threatened. We've all been threatened. What's Tim Burchard say? They've been threatened. Been threatened by this whistleblower reprisal program. It's deeper than we thought. Way deeper. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.